five, four, three, two, and we're live with Be Green with Amy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Be Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just has voice. Let's welcome our guest. Jason Demchuk experienced relief after a lifetime of digestive and metabolic issues and has been able to easily maintain it for years. Jason combines 30 plus years of culinary training to teach others how to feel joy and creativity in their kitchen while maintaining optimal health. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, Jason Demchuk. Greetings and welcome, Jason. Thank you so much. <laughs> 30 plus years makes you sound very wise. <laughs> you started really young. <laughs> How young did you start? How well, many- actually, I mean, it's like my earliest memories. Like my father just loved cooking and exploring. So he would just go shopping, try out all these different dishes. He had so many cookbooks and I was just watching him and then I'd start helping out. And just like, so I would say like seven years old. Wow, that's <laughs> wonderful. Isn't that great? And it's, that's so inspiring. And, and you're never too young to be inspired and, and learn. And we should always try to include young ones if we can when we're food prepping. Because, you know, they don't teach those things very much in school. And it's a life skill. It really is. Absolutely. So yeah, glad you're here. So you're going to be doing a recipe demo and mm-hmm. we're going to be doing that a little bit later. Do you just get, give us a hint about what you're going to be doing? And so this way everybody knows. So people are familiar with bowls or sometimes they're called like Buddha bowl. So I like to call it a bliss bowl just to, just to be kind of more fun. Um, but it's basically, um, well, first of all, like I was really like, I love the books um, fiber fueled and uh, mastering diabetes. So those to me are kind of my guidelines. So I started thinking, how do I get everything that they recommend into one thing and make it easy and delicious and affordable and repeatable? And um, so I, I started just playing with different ingredients and I put them all together into a program, which I use myself like every day. And um, so it's gonna be you know, covering all the bases Cause a lot of people, they go like vegan. And then I talk to them, I say, do you eat a lot of beans? And they say, oh no, I don't eat beans. So you really want to have, you know, a balance of beans and greens, right? And um, whole grains, fruits, um, fermented vegetables, onions and garlic, all the different uh, variety, which we'll, we'll get into more. But um, so I put all of that together in, in, a, in a one bowl. Excellent. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to see what you put together. And I like how it's it's going to be a pretty easy, straightforward recipe because we are going to be talking today about myths with this whole food plant-based lifestyle. And oftentimes we may be getting some what I call newbies or white belts here. And for them to see a recipe that's approachable is going to be really great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I think we already have a, a comment for you. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> M- MOP says Jason and his blissful Buddha bowls right on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really great. The, sto- the story of the Buddha bowl is like, you know, when the monks would go every day, they weren't allowed to cook. So they had to go into the community and ask for food. And in exchange, the community would get some teachings and, you know, create good karma. So, but the rule was everything had to go into one bowl. So they get rice, they get the beans, they just walk around and collect everything in one bowl. So that's that's the idea of a Buddha bowl. Oh, I love it. And yeah. I love your your uh, rendition as, as far as calling it a bliss bowl. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so did you want to talk about these uh, myths? Okay, yeah, I think you had a question about the collagen, right? Oh, yeah. You know what? Why don't we start off with our game of true or false? It's time for true or false on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below. And Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Okay, so here's our first question, Green Warriors. Let's get ready. And the question is true or false. 
you need to eat collagen for your body to make collagen. There's a lot of people that are curious about collagen, especially for women as they age, they get curious about it too. So I love to hear this answer. So type in your answers, Green Warriors, and go ahead, Jason, talk to us about it. All right. Yeah. So this is, let's get this like protein collagen myth out of the way first. Um, so collagen has gotten really popular with like the bone soups. And, and by the way, um, I bought into all of this. So some people have been, you know, plant-based for a really long time. I actually did the paleo, the keto. So I'm like drinking whey protein and then, oh, switching. I got to get collagen protein. So I'm doing these powdered bones and stuff thinking that, you know, if you eat the collagen, you know, it, you will absorb it. And then your, you, your collagen basically uh, is what, you know, is, is, is for your knees and for your joints, but also your entire skin is held together by collagen, right? So of course it sounds really important, even your bones. So um, there's this idea that when you eat the collagen, from an animal, right? From you take their bones, their cartilage, which is funny because this is kind of like a waste product from the meat industry. And they figured out a way to market it to get people to be taking these powdered collagens. And so really simply, and, and by the way, um, I don't know if you know Jeff Palmer, but he he's taught me a lot about this. I, he's the guy I go to. So maybe you could interview him one day also. But oh, um, yeah, I'd love to. He's amazing. He's a vegan bodybuilder. So a lot of this, he goes through the research and we have these awesome talks, but basically, um, you know, so college, so he could explain this better than me. I'm gonna do the okay. best I can, but basically collagen is made up of like three amino acids, right? And, those, and amino acids are what make proteins. So, you know, there's this idea, you eat the collagen and then you, you get it, but that's not how protein works. All the protein you eat, goes into your stomach and then the acids start to unwind the protein. And then when it goes into the small intestine, there's all these enzymes that break the, break the protein down more and more and more until it finally becomes amino acids. And then that circulates into your body, into the cells, and those cells make the collagen from within them. So, so whether you get the collagen from plants or from animals, I'm sorry, whether you get the amino acids, right? Like glycine is a big one, but you can get glycine from beans and a lot of other things. So, you know, if you, it doesn't matter where, where you, where it comes from. And, and honestly, I've asked so many meat eating people like who really know the science and I haven't heard a good explanation of why the amino acids, which come from the animal products are more absorbed than the one that come from the plants because they all have to be completely broken down and then put back together in the cells. So it's this really simplistic idea. You eat this and it goes into that part of your, it makes that part of your body. See, you're learning more things every day. In, in fact, one, one, I'm sorry, I forgot to say one more interesting thing is that um, actually, and Jeff has showed me this study, vitamin C is incredibly important for collagen, for making collagen almost maybe the most important thing. So having vitamin C, which comes from fruits, you know, a lot of fruits and vegetables actually can help with the collagen, maybe even more than eating the, the amino acids from plants or animals. So vitamin C is really important for the collagen. Right. And people who are have on this paleo um, meat-based diets, oftentimes they're taught to fear the fruit, right? A hundred percent. That's my story too. I mean, I was afraid of fruit. I, I can go on, on that whole, how I went on this whole journey of being afraid of more and more fruits, but yeah, it's like, oh, the fruits have too many carbs, you know, which is another myth that all carbs are the same. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, why don't you talk about that? Let's, <laughs> let's ask, let's ask our green warriors. True okay. or false, are all carbs the same? True <laughs> or false? And then you guys type in your answer for that one. That's a new question. Are all carbs the same? And while you're typing in that answer, go ahead, Jason, tell, tell, tell us the difference in carbs. Okay. Well, technically a carb is a carb. So, so technical answer is yes, they're all the same, but it's really about how the carb is delivered into your body. So if you're eating like a, a pound cake, you know, or like ice cream, which has a lot of saturated fat plus simple sugars and almost 
pretty much zero fiber. The only fiber you're going to get in ice cream is if there's like a nut in there, like an <laughs> a tiny amount of fiber because animal products have no fiber whatsoever. So, um, so when you eat like a berry or an apple, um, yes, or a beet, yes, you are getting carbs or even a potato, um, <laughs> uh, you are getting carbs, but they're, they come along with what's called polyphenols, fiber, insoluble fiber and soluble fiber, which both slow down the, the digestion. So when you're eating a simple carb, you're going to get what they call like a spike in your, your blood sugar. But when you're eating berries, for example, they actually lower your blood sugar. Even though they have carbs in them, everything that the keto people are afraid of, berries actually do the opposite. So if you eat, if you eat berries before, like a, even if you eat like pasta, like, like bad carbs, berries will actually help you. So this idea that, so, so some carbs are actually, you know, reduce the effect carbs have on you. So it's really, again, it goes back to the whole foods, which again is another one of the myths, right? Um, so if you're eating whole foods, which the example of the whole foods is, um, like the, the difference between apple juice and an apple, right? Like the apple is a whole food. The juice is not a whole food, but they're both vegan technically. Right. So if you're eating the apple, you're getting all that fiber with the carbs. You're getting the, the polyphenols, which are the different colors and delicious color flavors and beautiful colors that are in fruits and vegetables. All of that is going to completely change the way your body reacts to that. So this again, this fear of carbs it, it, that, you know, more and more afraid of plants like carbs and lectins, which is another thing we can talk about, but I'm going to, I'm going to let you ask you the question. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it, it, confusion makes people shut down. And, mm -hmm. and I think that that's, that's one of the weapons that uh, some of the bigger companies have when they want people to be worrying about things and they just kind of shut down and say, well, I'm not going to change because this is too confusing. I don't understand it. I'm just going to stay where I am. And to, and and it is kind of confusing, especially because you can have a good carb and a bad carb and, and to know the difference. But it basically goes to something simple that I've heard other people say. And they say, if it's made from a plant, <laughs> eat it. If it's made in a plant, oh, yeah. don't eat it, right? Mm -hmm. And that's exactly. the difference between the carbs, right? Mm -hmm. So if you say, is this a good carb or a bad carb? I don't know. Could yeah. I pull it out of the ground or pick it off of a tree? It's good. If I couldn't and I got it in a crinkly package or a box, <laughs> it's not good. That's really that's that the good and the bad, right? And because, I mean, coming up with these words like refined carbs, it, it makes it very confusing. For and all, people. exactly. And if it comes in a bag, you know, like there's marketing and MSG and all these things that need to exploit your emotions and like your, your primitive neurotransmitters and, and reward centers, like in order for you to eat it. But if, and, and unfortunately, if you're used to eating that food, then when you eat, you know, really delicious whole foods like fruits and vegetables and potatoes, and when you eat them, you're not going to get the same hit because, because those are literally drugs, you know, <laughs> like, but if you, the good news is, you know, between about 10 and 14 days of being off all that processed stuff, you will, your taste buds will, will, will change and you'll start craving the delicious stuff. And, and you'll feel the difference. It's like undeniable. Yeah. It, and for people that haven't tried this, I, I would think it would be very difficult to believe that that could actually happen. And I mean, I can testify the same thing happened to me too, that, that the more I'm on this lifestyle, the plant-based lifestyle, the more I crave the healthy foods and I don't crave the foods that I used to think I couldn't live without. So you just have to give yourself a little little try, a little uh, few weeks, and you can definitely neuroadapt. Okay. Did you want me to do that uh, true or false about the vegan, or do you think you have it covered? Um, I can say, you want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. As we like to play. play. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Green Warriors. True or false, vegan 
or vegan, because I used to hear that on a different coast. Mm. This is the same as whole food plant-based. Mm. Okay. Type in your answer, Green Warriors. Okay, Jason, what do you say? Okay, really simply, you know, this is, you know, called a straw man argument in a debate. So whenever I hear like the anti-vegan people speaking, they're always like, oh, you eat all those processed meats, right? So <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of like, so yes, those processed meats are technically vegan. And they, they, you know, there's some studies that show they're still better than eating meat. But at the same time, I would, I don't eat those really. I, I, I almost never eat them. I, I eat mostly whole food plant-based, but um, uh, what was I going to say? The, the um, yeah, so, so they, they, that's, that's like the straw man that they attack. Like, but really a whole food plant-based diet, the reason what makes it unique, one of the things that makes it unique is besides that you're getting a super high amount of fiber. Like, so for example, I don't know if you've heard this statistic, 97% of Americans don't meet the lowest recommended fiber, the fiber recommendations on a daily basis. So for men, it's 35, for women, it's 38. And most people don't hit that, but really having up to 75 grams, like doubling that is actually ideal. And that's what, you know, some of the healthiest, like, you know, they measure the stools uh, of samples of these tribes, the Hansa tribe, and they're eating 75 grams of fiber a day. So, which is not that hard to do, but it, it means you, you really get that, you wanna have a lot of whole foods to really hit that. So, um, so, so the fiber, which again, that's a whole nother conversation, but also when you're eating mostly whole foods with the exception of like eating a lot of nuts, you're naturally getting a low fat diet. So it's high in fiber, it's low in fat. So um, that that can bring us to the next question about the potato. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, let's talk about potatoes because that's something that that people really get confused about. So Green Warriors, totally. let's see what you have to say about this one. True or false, potatoes, just a lot of calories. True or false. Okay, type in your guest, Green Warriors. Okay, Jason. Everybody who doesn't know the answer or isn't sure is crossing their fingers and hoping that the answer that you give them is going to be what they want to hear. So go ahead, well, Jason. Yeah, potatoes are one of the most delicious, satiating foods. They did a study on satiation, on what foods make us feel like really full and, and satisfied. And like potatoes were, I think, one or number two, number one or two. So they're definitely, we love potatoes. And it's so funny because this potato like this demonization of potato is so far, I was talking to a Tibetan Buddhist monk who doesn't even really speak English. And he was telling me how bad potatoes were. Like, meanwhile, if you look at like the, the Peru, in Peru, up in the mountains where potatoes are actually originally from, in, in, in Peru, they have like, I think like 10, 20,000 different varieties of just white potatoes. Like they're different colors, but they're like the traditional potato. And then in, in Ireland and many places in Eastern Europe, they ate potatoes every single day and they were very healthy, right? So, so this potato thing has become like a big, you know, everyone just the, the, the lowest hanging fruit, like everybody's beating up on the potato. Um, but the reality is, again, most people eat potatoes. It's like a potato chip, right? or like french fries or so so that's the that's the first part most people like i've seen this this meme where it's like you see like a potato and then next to it you see a bag of potato chips like this much potato chips versus and like the potato had something like 100 calories or 80 calories like this whole a whole baked potato and then the potato chips was like 500 calories so so that's the first thing so most people like most potatoes are connected with frying and oils and all that kind of other stuff. But the other interesting thing, which was really mind blowing for me, because again, I was afraid of carbs, but it turns out, and this, this I really got from that book, Mastering Diabetes. And, and that shows that if you're eating whole foods, which is, you know, high fiber, again, you're naturally going to get low fat. So in simple terms, if you're keeping your fat low, then when you eat 
foods like potatoes, which do have a lot of carbs, but they also have a lot of protein. They have a lot of fiber. They have a lot of potassium, which again, I think it's the same number. 97% of Americans are not getting enough potassium every day. And we know that high blood pressure is like the, the biggest killer, cardiovascular disease. And, and, and what are we doing? We're putting salt on everything and nobody's even talking about potassium. So potatoes are actually very high in potassium. It's not the highest, but you know, so it's not just carbs. It's, it's actually very beneficial stuff. But the, the point is that when you're keeping your fats low and you're eating carbs, the carbs go into your body in, and then the insulin releases, your cell opens up, lets the carb in, burns it up, you feel great, you get energy in your brain, and then the carb is gone. Problem is when you're eating fat with the carbs, like if you're eating a high fat diet, especially saturated fats, then they clog up the cell so that so the carbs can't get into the cell. So that's when carbs become a problem is when you're eating when you're eating a high fat diet. But if you're keep, if you're sticking to, again, a whole food plant based diet of food that doesn't come out of a plant. And again, you have to be careful. Like, OK, so oils. Let's talk about oils real quick. Like oils are not whole food. Oils are not whole food, even if you get the most perfect olive oil, which I'll use occasionally. But all what I do is for my delicious sauces and, and everything, you just take like any type of seed or nut, um, cashews, walnuts, hemp seeds are my favorite, pumpkin seeds, you soak them for a few hours or overnight, and then you can blend them and make all types of delicious cream sauces for your soups, for your salads, for anything. So you, you don't even need oil. It, oil is, is mostly just is just fat, you know? So um, if you're doing the whole food plant-based, you're not eating oils, number one. And, you know, you limit, you, like I can, I can literally eat like a pound of nuts a day if I let myself go, you know what I mean? I'll be honest. So like if you're not eating too much nuts and you're not eating like five avocados a day, but you're just eating a lot of whole foods and a wide variety, then if you eat carbs, your body becomes very, very, this is the moral of the story. Like your body becomes incredibly efficient at burning carbs and you don't get the insulin, the, the, the insensitivity of the insulin. You don't get that if you're staying away from basically the animal products, which are very high in saturated fats. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. That, yeah. That was well put. And Thank you. Thank those, you. It's those potatoes you know, you, it's what goes on them or in them that, that makes them bad. Like the, like you said, frying them in oil as French fries or dolloping them with sour cream and butter. Those mm -hmm. are the things that make it bad. And I tell you, I don't know about you, but when, if I'm hungry and I don't, and I don't have anything ready to go, I can find, cause I always try to have baked potatoes in my refrigerator mm -hmm. and I can just grab one and eat it like an apple cold. And, <laughs> and sometimes I'll just carry them with me in case I, you know, if I'm traveling, especially, you know, and they, they well, we're, we're on the same page because that's really what my whole lifestyle and, and what I teach is all about is to have all the stuff ready to go. You open up your fridge. It's like, wow, I have potatoes. I have beans. I have sauces. I have pickles, sauerkraut. Everything is there for you. And you can mix it up however you want. Yeah, that, that's the wonderful thing because people will say, well, what do you do? How do you keep this from going bad? How do you keep this vegetable mm -hmm. from going bad? You know, and, and, and you know, you, you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you'd be surprised because I've done a lot of experimentation with this. Like, like, for example, like beans will last four or five days in the fridge. Um, Potatoes will last about four days. Sweet potatoes even longer. So, so as long as you're not, again, if you're not putting oils and a lot of stuff on them, if you just cook them, very simple, put them in the fridge, they'll stay good. Of course, smell it. Always make sure. But I've I've found that you know four days is usually good. So you you can make enough. That's kind of my philosophy. I I, I cook, and 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 I learn to, you know, while the potatoes are baking, I'm making the millet. Then I have my instant pot making the beans. So I'm doing multiple things at once. So that's why I, I kind of have this saying, like learn how to make the most healthy, most delicious food in less time than it takes to drive to the drive-through. 
Because if you're going to the drive through you still have to drive. You have to wait online. Whereas you could have had the potatoes in the oven. You could have had the, um, you know, the beans in the Instant Pot. It takes, everything takes that I'm going to show you today literally takes like five, 10 minutes. And I prove it because I have a video series and I do everything. None, none of the videos are longer than seven minutes. And that's with me explaining it. So everything is super easy. But when you see what you can create by having like the ABCs, the different the different, you know, skills, I call them skills to make the potatoes the right way and then have them come out perfect every time without wow. the oil and the, and, and the salt. Yeah. Kylie said Yukon gold or yellow potato really work well with their own moisture without oil, the add-ons. 100%. You'll see that. That's Those are my favorite potatoes. Oh, see that? That's, yeah. That's exactly what I use. And that's Sometimes important. I use the red, but the Yukon Gold are my favorite. Yeah, that's important because for some people, maybe the only potato they've ever had was a russet potato. Mm -hmm. And russet potatoes, in my opinion, I mean, I would eat them, but they're mm -hmm. kind of kind of dry. And yeah. so many potatoes out there, and they all have different uh, flavor profiles and consistencies. And I agree that some of those potatoes can, especially the ones that Kylie was talking about, they, they almost taste buttery mm -hmm. and creamy without, like you said, without the add-ons. And here's, here's a fun fact. Um, you might have heard this. So when you take a potato or even rice most carbs and you cook them and then put them in the fridge and they cool off up to 30% of the carbs will actually turn into something called resistant starch, which is like a pretty much acts like a fiber. I'm not smart enough to really know the difference, but when it gets into your intestine, the bacteria love that cooked and then cooled off potato. So it just makes it even, even so much more cool because like, now, not only are you having potatoes for a couple of days, but those potatoes are actually become much healthier by just putting it in the fridge. Yeah. And it's okay <laughs> if you reheat them after yeah, that. That's if what that, I've heard. It, it won't yeah. affect that, that science that we were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> once, it's, once it's changed over, it doesn't change back. Yeah. yeah. And oftentimes if you're going to, if you have an air fryer and you wanted to make uh, mm. air fried potatoes, after you put it in the refrigerator and then you air fry it, they really come out a lot better. Whoa, I gotta try that. It. Yeah, it's a it's a different thing. Oh, Jesse T said Japanese sweet potatoes are like cake. I find them in Whole Foods. Wow. I have, yeah. them, I have them right here also. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my tips. Yeah, Whole Foods, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, you can get the, the Japanese sweet potatoes, you can get two types of orange potatoes, and then you can get the purple ones. So I always just mix them up. You know, that's one thing I learned from Fiber Fueled is the more colors, the more different varieties you can change change up. Not only is it more fun, but you it, it's actually more nutritious because you're every little fiber, every little color is is feeding slightly different species of bacteria. So you're getting a more robust ecosystem in your gut. It's so cool, and they all cooperate with each other. And the happier they are, the happier we're going to be because, you know, they make us feel good. They're like, it's like a whole amazing relationship we have and we have to feed them. And guess what? They love fiber. So yeah. it's just so cool. For those of you that aren't familiar with the gut microbiome, we have to break it to you today. You're only 10% human. <laughs> <laughs> you are just a host. <laughs> I love that. And this, you have bacteria, not, not just in your gut, but all over your body, and you're just giving them a, a ride. So feed them what they need and don't, be, don't feed the bad ones. <laughs> feed old food plant-based and, and you'll feed the good ones and they will grow and flourish. Yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like soil, you know. You would want to have soil that has nutrients in it if you were planting a garden and you would get a much better crop if you did it that way than if you poured coca-cola in your garden and, and interestingly <laughs> yeah absolutely like they, they the ancient people across the world use the metaphor of the the like the four or five elements like the earth water and and like if you look at the soil they say like we are like the earth it's like a mirror as within so without so if you look at robust soil it's full of diverse bacteria so that's really the secret like because it literally is like a soil and like there's a soil inside and outside so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to take that a step further. I saw a graphic, I wish I had it handy, where they showed a root of a plant. Mm. And when you see the root of the plant, it has these hair-like things all around the outside. 
And then they showed next to it the intestines. And the intestines look like a tube and it has all these hairs on mm. one side. So, right? So so the the roots of the plants are going into the soil to get all those nutrients. And if you look at the intestines when with the, those hair-like things inside, you're feeding the food and it's absorbing the nutrients that way. So, you have yeah. to send me that. I have to see that. Yeah, isn't that cool? That awesome. <laughs> oh, and we still have to talk about potatoes one more time because Kyla said we bake a tray a full to have for a few days with veggies. Yeah. So you, 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 this is the best best uh, audience because these are my kind of people. They get it. <laughs> that's right. True. And that and that's what's it's so important to have community and people help oh. each other by giving their tips and you're giving wonderful tips too. And so we're and when we have this community it's it's just so wonderful. I, I want to just say that thank you. I mean like this has been the best community because again vegans get this reputation as like protesting like, you know, and like, again, that's what I, that's all I saw. Then I was like, okay, this, this is the best I've ever felt. I guess I'm whole food plant-based, you know, I, I'm not going to like, you know, some people like they don't want to do it because of social pressure. I'm like, I, I want to feel good. My philosophy is I don't, I don't want to live forever. I want to feel as good as I can. And I want to function as good as I can. And again, this, this diet to me is by far the best for that. But coming into this community has been the most amazing people. Like everybody is, it's so it, it, that was an, unex, there's so many benefits you get from, from just, you know, embracing the healthiest, most delicious diet. You, you, it, 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 it goes so much more than that. It's like, it's amazing. Yeah. So I want to thank you and the whole community. Well, I'm so glad that you're here. And they always say to surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up and, and make you a better person. And that's what I love about this plant-based community because everybody really does want to help each other out mm -hmm. and give give a lot of tips and, and advice. So it's nice. Yeah. So I, I have a sneaky true or false because I, <laughs> I, I I've been stalking you just a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one is true or false. Jason's grandfather owned one of the first health food stores in America. <laughs> 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 wonder. So Green Warriors, what's your guess? <laughs> and they'll type in their guess in the comments. What do you say about that, Jason? So yes, um, interesting story. Yeah, my, my grandfather and his two brothers had a deli in New York. And one of the brothers got sick and somehow, you know, came across some, this is again, this is like in the 60s some health food stuff in New Jersey. Like it's a, I think it was like a, an Arab store. They had these herbs. So he started buying them and it started making him healthier. And then he just had a little rack in the deli that had herbs and spice. I, I would love to get some pictures and find out exactly. And before you know it, that was the best seller in the store. And then the store became just a health food store, one of the first ones. And, um, one of the brothers actually went to Long Island and opened up at the time the biggest health food store on the East Coast. <laughs> wow. So they had the vision way before. It's so, isn't that so crazy? Like the karma, <laughs> like, and then, you know, so I grew up, you know, I grew up in the 80s. So it was a lot of, you know, um, you know, those microwavable, what are TV dinners and stuff. So I, I still had all that influence. But, but in the background, there was this like, memory of my grandfather and when i once i became in my 20s i i just embraced it and i just that just became my 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 life and that's why i've been on this whole journey from ayurveda to paleo to keto and then again when i finally found the plant base it just felt like this is what i've been seeking yeah and and finally though what you're what you've landed on is something that actually has evidence exactly that's what right. i mean yeah <laughs> and, and also, you know, again, I've been cooking for all these years. So, and I, I had lived in 16 countries. I studied in, I lived in Japan for two years. So I was studying Japanese cooking like every day with the locals. I lived with a family. Like I was in the kitchen with, with the grandma cooking. And so I learned all these skills. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I have to stay away from carbs. So little by little, all this food, all this culinary experience I have and this joy and art of cooking was kind of little by little being taken away. And I'm like eating like, you know, like 
like beef stew. I'm eating like the same thing. And so, so this just brought back like something that was like my creative expression. So then I'm like, Oh my God, I could eat, I could make grains. I can, I can, I can eat, I could eat fruit. I can eat beans again. So it's just, it's just so cool. Oh yeah. And so, <laughs> yep, all those seeds were planted and now you get to get, get, use all that experience and help others, which is exactly. really wonderful. Yeah. So do you want to tell us about what you're going to, did you, oh, did you have yeah. anything else that you want to say about the myths? Let's, in, in, or, or um, things we that should you do, to maybe in another time we could talk more of that. I have okay. a few more. I guess the last one I'll say real quick, I won't go into the, the science or anything, but there's this idea that plants are trying to kill us because they don't have defense mechanisms. So they, they put poison in their things. So these are called like phytates, lectins, um, oxalates. So these are the common anti-plant-based uh, myths like, or, or attacks as evidence. But I'll just say, again, Jeff Palmer has, has really dug into the research to show that most of the bad, there's, there's all types of research. There's good research and bad research, you know? And I, I actually do have a background in research but not like these amazing people like Dr. Greger who are just, mm. you know, go into that. But it turns out, um, you know, this lectins being harmful, the phytates binding the iron absorption are true, but it's, it's very narrow focused. It's not looking at the bigger picture. So the bigger picture is that these are not harmful. If you, if you're eating a whole food plant-based diet, if you have a robust microbiome, these, these, pro and you cook properly. Yeah. So if you eat raw Navy beans, like actual raw beans, if you just eat them, if you don't break your teeth, you're going, you can get very sick. But if you cook, if you soak, I, I always soak, you know, it's a big thing in my program is, so if you soak the beans and then, especially if you cook them in the pressure cooker, you don't have to worry about the lectins. It's been demonstrated over and over again. And in fact, yes, there are lectins in, in cucumber skin. So there's a book called Plant Paradox, which tells you to peel the cucumber skins and take out the seeds. But it turns out lectins um, and phytates, all these things actually might actually might actually have beneficial effects on your body. For example, the phytates are used by your cells to fight cancer cells. So what they're actually saying is bad actually turns out to be good. So that's the last myth I want to talk about that 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 the plants are trying to kill us, like. And we have to be afraid. Again, I fell into it because of that book, Plant Paradox. And every time I give a talk at a place that's not plant-based, I always get someone in the audience who raises their hand and talks about the Plant Paradox book. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, it's so interesting. And Dr. Joel Kahn did a spoof on it. I'll have to tell mm. you about that later. It was really funny. Right. <laughs> he, called it, he called it because they had a misspelling in the study. And they, oh. they omitted an L at one, at one occasion. And it, so it said pant paradox. So he made, <laughs> okay. so he made a, a, a spoof about the pant paradox. I got to see yeah, that. Okay, really that sounds funny. great. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's also a great debate like on a public TV show between Joel Kahn, Dr. Joel Kahn, and Gundry. And mm. clearly Gundry had nothing to respond to, to the evidence. It was just, anyway, yeah. Just, and yeah, and that's what it's about though, because there's mm -hmm. a lot of fads and, and things that are going on, but really it's, it's what, where the evidence goes. And that's why I enjoy interacting with people who have adopted this lifestyle because many of them are aware of, of the facts and the science mm -hmm. and you can't, you can't refute that. And even the doctors that promote it, if something new comes out in science, they don't stick to their old thoughts. They'll still say, you know what? I used to think this, but now there's new science. And so I'm going to change it to this. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're not uh, afraid to, to stay that, which is really important to me. Totally. Absolutely. And yeah. the cool thing though is though, the evidence just continually points back to whole food plant-based, which is so fun. It, it's like, it's like, once you see the big picture, you're like, of course, that's what we're supposed to eat. So it would make sense that this lowers cholesterol. It does this, it does this, you know, it's like, Every time we, we listen to a, a new YouTube from like, you know, any of these great doctors, yeah. it's always just showing more evidence and they're good studies. It's not like they're just funded by, you know, by vegan companies. They're not. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's not much funding in vegan companies. No, not at all. That's, <laughs> that's the most unfortunate part. Like I always say, like if I was trying to sell like donuts 
but I put some collagen in the donut or something, like, <laughs> I'd be rich. You know, I could be rich overnight. But if you're trying to actually show people something that they that you know they have to change the way they think, they have to. And, but it's really simple. Again, I try to make it as simple as possible. But it's it's still it's still like you know that the the uh, the marketing, the the childhood, the social, the cultural. It's just really. It's really strong. So we're doing the best we can. And meanwhile, we're just like so happy. And we're just like, no, we want to share our happiness in this delicious food, even though it has carbs. And they're like, no, you guys are crazy. You're going to, you know, it's like they attack us. And, and we don't, we just like want to spread the joy. Yes. Yeah. And, and help the, help the animals in the planet, of course, is a great, yeah. a great part it's, of it. It's just so, so many wins because yeah. you are, you're not just helping yourself for health, but you're also helping the planet and the animals. So that's, yeah, that's a big deal. Okay, well, everybody's been waiting for your recipe <laughs> demo, and I'm getting excited about it too. So why don't you tell us what you're going to be making and tell us, show us what you can do? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm going to put everything into the bowl, um, and as I put things in, I'll just give a, a short explanation about the health benefits of each one. All right, so. And I'll have to just hold it up. So this right here is some delicious arugula um, cucumbers with the skin on it, the, the mini cucumbers, um, apple with the skin, and some tomatoes. So I'm going to take this and put it into the bowl. And I'll just say that arugula and and most of the green vegetables and other vegetables too are high in something called nitric oxide or, or nitrates, which your body converts into nitric oxide. Um, and that, that, that was like a, that discovery of nitric oxide was like a Nobel prize winning discovery. Like no, like the molecule of the year, they called it. And it's pretty recent. I think the nineties, but that, is basically a vasodilator so it opens up your blood flow so it's great before you work out it's it's been shown to lower blood pressure and you know the idea of like viagra is based on um vasodilating so arugula is super high in that and it's also my favorite so that's that's the base so obviously i'm sorry i'm obviously there's a lot there right so this could feed a few people or it could you know this could i usually make a big amount and then i eat it twice in the day all right, so yeah, because I was gonna say I probably could eat that whole thing. <laughs> oh, you could. Okay, so yeah, okay, that's good. You know what's so funny is that you know a lot of people who are not plant based, when they see the portions that we eat, they 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 literally can't imagine eating it all. But when you adopt it, you realize it's mostly fiber, and you just get to enjoy the food more instead of gulping down a hamburger in like four bites and feeling terrible. You get to enjoy this this meal. I, I look forward to it every time and. And, and, and you don't get you like you could eat so much and not even feel uh, you don't get that that like I want to lay down effect. That's what's so cool about this. Yeah. So that's that's the base. Next, I'm going to add beans. Those are chickpeas and these are black and kidney beans. So. So I got a funny story about beans like beans are are, are my favorite <laughs> and they're so high in protein. So when people say, where do you get your protein from on a plant-based diet, right? The answer is always beans. I mean, every, every vegetable has some protein, but beans are incredible, like almost the same as meat. And they're always like, well, it's not a complete protein, right? which that even that is being debunked a little bit. But if you eat beans and then you eat like a grain and a green, you're getting the complete protein. So it's like, it's again, it's such a weak argument. Like, like you, you can't get everything from one vegan food. Yeah, but you, you never eat one. You mix it all together. And that's really the part, the, the, the main part of, of this bowl is harmony. It's you're covering all your bases. You're getting the, the fiber, you're getting right the, um, all the vitamins, the minerals, and all the polyphenols, the colors. So it's really just like a harmony, whereas a lot of this research is like looking very narrow at just, just like the protein, like the amino acids. So I like to say, I like to say like the chickpea is like your chicken. So it's like, you know, the people, 
you order you order at a restaurant and they're like, oh, are you gonna have a, you want some protein? Would they, you know, if, if if you didn't ask for it for meat? So I like to think of the chickpea as like chicken, and the black bean is like beef, right? So that that's your meat. So you could you got all these different meats you can eat instead. Yeah, like I, I like it so much better than those fake meats. So okay, good. So now these are some lentil sprouts. So again, really easy to make. And these are living foods. So you're getting all the benefits, but you're also getting enzymes and, and more vitamins um, from the sprouts. Next, I'm going to add some sweet potatoes. Again, the different colors, the, the purple color has those amazing uh, anthocyanins, that purple color that's in blueberry, which has been shown for brain and heart health and super delicious and they give a, like a sweetness to the whole thing. And there's a few beets in here as well. Next, I'm gonna add those Yukon Gold potatoes. We talked a lot about potatoes, so <laughs> I won't say too much more. High in fiber, um, has protein and it just gives the whole thing so much like satiation. And over here, I have some whole grains so in my program, I teach people to start with millet. Millet's one of my favorite grains. Um, it's got very high in antioxidants and um, fiber. So I mix it up though. There's some quinoa, there's some, some uh, brown rice in here and, and millet. So I'm putting it, any questions so far? Yeah, actually it was a kind of a comment, but maybe you could help. Sa Sammy said, I wish I loved beans. My daughter mm. could live on beans and rice, but I'm not there yet. Call me a work in progress. So do you have any suggestions? That's interesting. Me? I would say, well, again, this bowl, it's, there's, there's a lot of greens in there. A lot of people don't like greens. But the beautiful thing about this is the harmony of flavors. This is where my cooking experience comes in is, you know, if you – I mean, I don't, every person's different. I don't know what they don't like about the bean, the texture. But to me, when you mix all this together, and, and I'm not even done, there's a lot more, right? When you mix all these flavors together, every bite is a little different and a new experience. So the you don't really taste the bean. Like it just kind of blends with the other flavor. Um, my other advice might be like try different ones. Try making them yourself. Uh, in the instant pot and of course different seasonings i mean if they want to send me an email or reach out to me maybe we, I, i'd like to actually get to the bottom of this yeah i agree i had uh tammy uh hagenberger on the show and she's the nutrition professor and she said that it's probably not that you don't like something it's that you have not yet had it in prepared in a way that you would like Exactly. And you, and you touched upon that because I remember when I first adopted this lifestyle and I had, but I was SOS free, still am, which is sugar, oil, and salt, no, no added. And so I had plain beans and mm. I, I felt like I was just gagging, actually mm. literally gagging on them where mm. now I could just eat a whole bowl. Of them. Mm -hmm. But so at that right. time I, 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 I said, gee, I, but you know, I, there are also certain beans that I still to this day, I won't use them. I mean, if I'm served them, I'll eat them, but I won't enjoy them because mm -hmm. they just, they, there are so many varieties of beans and they have different kinds of textures and different kinds of flavors. So I mm -hmm. agree with you to definitely try different ones and then yes, seasoning them yourself. Or like you said, maybe you don't like the texture. So that's how we make hummus. Is oh yeah. Hummus. We'll, yeah. We'll blend a bean and you could blend it in with something else, or you could, maybe blend it and just use a small amount of it. Mm -hmm. in I was going to say that. Start off with a small amount mixed with a whole bunch of other things that you do like and just, yeah. So yeah. I've even seen, I've even seen like um, bean brownies. I've had bean brownies and they tasted pretty good, like chocolate brownies. So I, I don't know how it's probably there's probably some sugar in there, but um, well, you could do it with dates. So, okay, there you go. Yeah, I get it. I'll work on that. Yeah. Yeah, we've made the black green brownies with dates, and they're, mm. they're really good. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so Jesse T said maybe grind them up and season. Yeah, it, yeah. 
I definitely, oh, I think we had somebody else that said something about it. Oh, Sammy said something, but I guess I missed it. Oh, okay. So Mona said, um, I'm going to try and sprout them. Okay. Yeah. That's like these, these are sprout. If you're going to sprout, I would recommend use these green lentils. They're very easy to sprout. I do have a sprouting lesson in my program, but if they're going to try sprouting, it's a lot easier. These will be done in like two, three days. Whereas um, the beans are a little trickier and they could, you know, could go bad, but yeah. Okay. So Sammy said it's a texture yeah. thing for me. Yeah, that's what texture. Yeah. I don't like the texture of most beans. I can do roasted chickpeas or beans that have been pureed, but that's about oh, it. So, interesting. So pureed works. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, so hummus works. I mean, I would say maybe, I mean, again, in my program, I teach to make it really precise. If you cook beans like the perfect way, they taste much better than when they come out of the can. So I don't know if she's had the canned beans. Yeah. But if you have them the way I make them, they might, they might like them. She might like them better. And I love like kidney beans. They have a little bit of a bite to them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what did okay. you have so far in that bowl? So, so, so just yeah, to review, we got the greens, uh, cucumber, apple. Oh, apple is really important. I don't know if, if, if you've ever had anyone talk about this, but the apple feeds, this apple skin actually feeds a certain bacteria, which is called the keystone bacteria, which all the other gut bacteria, the, the trillions and trillions of them depend on this one bacteria, this one type of species. And apples have been shown to feed that species. So not only does the apple make this thing so delicious, like when you get that sweet bite, but you're actually, you know, that, that, that saying about the apple a day, it, there really is a lot of truth to that because of the specific bacteria. Again, this is all new science, but in the ancient world, they knew about the gut. <laughs> so, so, so there's the apple in, in the salad as well. And then we put the three types of beans, sweet potato, three types of sweet potatoes. Um, and then the regular Yukon gold potatoes. And now we're going to go to, these are balsamic pickled onions. So onions are high in resistant starch and certain polyphenols. So they're one of the recommended foods to eat every day, some type of onion and garlic, something in that family. And then the, the vinegar, um, they're, they're not even exactly sure why, but vinegar has all types of beneficial effects on your blood sugar levels and overall health. So, you know, again, now we're just putting in more and more deliciousness, but also each one of these things adds another health component. It's not just eating because it tastes good. It's, it, it does taste good. Don't get me wrong. But um, all these little things have more and more benefits and they're all coming from plants. And plus, because we're using balsamic vinegar, you're getting the, the, the color, that purple color, the, which is, you know, um, and the grapes, the grape skin, the resveratrol. All right. And then this is one of my favorite things to make is sauerkraut. So this is this is a skill that has kind of been lost. But 100 years ago, everybody was fermenting vegetables. And when I lived in Japan, um, they eat fermented vegetables in Korea. They eat they eat it in every meal. So it's really sad that we don't. We don't do that here anymore because of refrigeration, but we're losing, you're literally like breeding the same bacteria that, that are so healthy in your gut, you're breeding them outside. So you're getting probiotics, so you don't need to take a pill necessarily, right? And, but you're also, those bacteria produce enzymes and vitamins, so you're getting, and it also makes the food more digestible, all the benefits. And then not to mention the benefits of cabbage. Cabbage is also super nutritious. So you see how we're stacking on all these different things. And I just wanted to show you, I have, oop, it's actually, <laughs> I have two other, these are my pickles, and this is another batch of sauerkraut already going. So, you know, once I finish one batch, I start another batch. Again, all these things, all these different ingredients take about five minutes to make. And, um, 
you know, like the sauerkraut takes five minutes to set up and then you just let it sit and it makes it on its own. So final ingredient is this dressing, which everybody loves. It's tahini, miso, and balsamic vinegar. So I'm going to, sorry, my screen went black. I'm gonna add that as the final thing to top it off. And you can see the final product. So th this is a lot. You see, it started off with just the greens, but this can easily feed like four people. So if you have a family, you could easily just throw this together really quickly. So I'm just mixing it up. You know, so you get the idea. It's all, I could mix it longer, but you see it just starts to get all mixed together. That looks beautiful. Thank wow. you. All the different colors. That's what I, I just, I just love. Every, every time I eat, it's like, it's like making a painting and then you eat it because you have all the different colors. There we go. Wow. Normally when I do it, I won't put the dressing on the big bowl. I would just keep the dressing separate, but yeah, that's, that's it. Thank you for, for watching. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Mona said, I think I could eat over half of that. Me too, Mona. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to do some kind of retreat where we can do it in person. <laughs> oh yeah. Kylie said that looks so good. It's so delicious. Yes, she said, that looks delicious. Yeah. I eat it this. Really I eat this every day. It's like a regimen. And again, I change things up. I change the beans. I'll change the sauce. But I never get bored of this because it's it's just it just has everything you need. You feel so good, and it's just you know it's like I don't miss like having like a shrimp. It, you know, it doesn't feel like it's missing something. Exactly. You definitely do get a much bigger variety of food when you eat mm -hmm. this way. And and I and if you had something in the refrigerator now that you knew if you didn't eat it in a day or two, it probably wouldn't be good. You could just dump it in that bowl. Oh, 100%. Whether Broccoli, it was cooked or raw. Brussels sprouts, I'll just throw it in there. You know, there's like these stores like down in Florida, we have that place, Bole. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Or like Chipotle. You know, you just go and get the bowl. You know, it's very popular, but they obviously are, are not this <laughs> quality. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you would not, and that, and that's that's often we say in my house after. Well, I make big salads, kind of like what you're making, and then my husband, he's the principal cook now, but mm. he, but usually when we're eating, we'll, we'll look at each other and say, "I would eat this in a restaurant. I would definitely order this," but we can't <laughs> because it just tastes so much better when you. When exactly. you I know it's kind of like. I mean, my big vision would one day to open up uh, a cafe. Mm. That, that serves all this. I mean, if I had a cafe, I could even go even further, pastries, different teas and everything. But um, yeah, I would, I would love to, to be able to, sh to show that to the world, like what it could look like. Yeah. Thanks. One wanted to know, what do you think about protein powders for workouts? Is there a sub? Okay. Well, I don't really take those, but it, uh, um, again, Jeff Palmer has a company called Clean Machine clean machine. Um, I can get a link for you. And he actually has the coolest protein powder. Um, it's made with this thing called duckweed. <laughs> it's, it's one of the most nutritious foods ever discovered. And it actually has B12, active B12. So you know how they say you have to supplement with B12? This is the only food discovered plant-wise that has adequate b12 so mm. so that's in this protein so it, you're getting you're getting protein but you're also getting um you're getting uh the the vitamin vitamin k vitamin you're getting off the charts benefits so it's called clean machine so mm -hmm. definitely check that out yeah and I, I would, cool if you have a question you could reach out to him he'll he'll answer i would encourage there's something called chrome meter that you can it's a free app and you can you can enter in the foods that you eat and it'll analyze it and tell you how, you know, like it'll say or an orange. Did you have an, one orange or did you have two segments of an orange? I mean, you can really get down to the, to the nitty gritty with that. And it'll tell you how much protein. And I did it for fun 
because I wanted to see how much protein I was eating. And I was really surprised that I was getting quite a bit of protein just eating the way that I normally do. So you might want to look into that to, to see if that's something, if you're meeting your needs for protein. Yeah, and there's, there's a book, uh, Proteinaholic, yes. written by, yeah, you know, Dr. Garth. Yeah, so um, we don't need nearly as much protein as we're, we're told. It's, it's, it all started like with like World War II and like macho, you know, like it's, it's just like, if you are bodybuilding, then yeah, you probably need more if you want to get those results, but. Right. And or if you're if you're, you know, an a professional athlete and exactly. you're really working out, you know, quite a bit, that that would also be another. Just get the most as, as close to natural as possible. Again, clean machine is great, but or like hemp protein, then you're getting other things besides just protein. And you're not getting like the, the way you're not getting the animal byproduct protein, which <laughs> is so popular. Right. And we were talking about that earlier, about how some of these, uh, the, the meat industry and what and the dairy industry, and, and yeah. they take things, like the meat industry will take things that are left over that they would have to throw away or yeah. put it into to animal food for yeah. the dogs and everything. And that's where the whey protein comes from. I mean, they yeah. have milk and you ever heard of curds and whey? Well, the whey yeah. is what's left over when you when you make the cheese and, and they don't want to throw away the whey. So they invented this great thing called whey protein and they made you think that you needed it it's so amazing. yeah it, it's just marketing is just definitely triumphing and uh we need we need to be aware of it so yeah a lot of good information there <laughs> absolutely well i love how you made all those delicious uh ingredients sing in a bowl i'm going to put you on a solo over there so you can <laughs> one more time look how beautiful that is and, and every time that you make it, it's going to look a little bit different because you're going to have different ingredients on hand. Exactly, exactly. It makes it so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, that was really great. Well, I, de I definitely want to thank you so much for all your pearls of wisdom and for busting a lot of these plant-based uh, lifestyle myths. It, it was just so much fun. I had a lot of, lot of fun. To Me too. On the broadcast you. with you, and I wanted to tell everybody that we had a, a book giveaway, and we might be having another one coming up. And if you stay tuned, we'll find out what that is. This time, it was from Donuts to Potatoes by Esther Loveridge, and yeah, it's a really cute. It's 365 days every day. There's a new word, and she kind of talks about her journey and adopting this lifestyle. I want to win that book. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Who knows? You might give it away another one when she comes on again. But this one is we already are going to be picking a winner for that. So I wanted to, to tell everybody that they could um, watch us learn, learn who the winner is going to be right now. So we have a, a fun thing called a, a spinning wheel. And that's what we're going to do. So cool. let's see if we have that spinning wheel. There it is. OK, so let's find out who the winner is going to be of this book giveaway and that is so cool <laughs> is the winner and i'm going to be contacting esther and she's going to get in touch with you rita and you're going to learn about how she's going to get that book to you congratulations We'll have more book giveaways coming up from a lot of the guests that are coming up. And I'm really excited about that. And again, Jason, thank you so much for, for all, all the pearls of wisdom and for the recipe demo. You know, it's a big deal to put together a recipe demo like that. And uh, you, we're also going to have the, the recipe available for everybody in the show notes. And I also wanted to encourage everybody to click like because that's how we applaud on the internet we click like so click like for jason and jason tell us more about what you do okay so really what i'm most excited about uh, as far as uh for your audience is i have a program where like i said all of these skills that are foundational cooking skills um not complex recipes. Like I, I, I just noticed all these amazing books, you get to the end and the recipes are great, but you have to get like 50 ingredients. So I want to just give people the foundation and also, you know, the ones that have the most science, you know, backed evidence of being health promoting 
and as much SOS as possible, salt, oil, and sugar free. Um, so for example, like the sauerkraut, the sprouting, like how to soak, how to cut. So really, again, I have 30 years of experience. So a lot of this stuff is second nature to me. So it was really interesting, you know, when you've done something so long and then you start to teach it, you realize like how some people have never been in the kitchen. And that's something I hear all the time. So I really, this taken me years to kind of, kind of backwards engineer and really get into the mind of someone who's never been in the kitchen before or someone who has experience and teach them a comprehensive uh, set of skills that, again, that you're able to make this bowl, which to me, I, I have found to be the healthiest way to eat and it's satisfying. After this program, I have many more programs to make more advanced stuff and soups and stuff, but this program um, is available. I have it on video. We do it through the internet. I do it with individuals or groups, but really what, but what I love to do is coach the people, meet them where they're at. You know, I have, the videos are simple. I give, I, and I even show where to buy the foods. Like if you're in America, I have, I have all the sheets on, you can get this over here for the best price. And I, I recommend all organic. So it's, it's just a kind of way to, you know, like, you know, I, I meet so many people who are, who are vegan or plant-based and they just, they're overwhelmed by how to cook. So I, I show people how to really make this as simple as possible. And you'll wind up saving money right away because, you know, uh, beans and all these stuff, um, the whole foods are generally very inexpensive. So that, that's, that's like what I do and culinary wisdom skills, or just reach out to me. Yep. There it is. Or reach out to me on Instagram. And I could, I'd love to talk to anybody from your audience. Well, that's wonderful. You have a lot of great things to share. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And I really wanted to thank you so much for all the pearls of wisdom. Green Warriors, tell us in the comments, what are some of the things you're going to remember for today's presentation and what, what's your takeaway? And I also wanted to thank Just Has Voice. She did the promos and she did the countdown and she made our interview much more fun with the true or false introduction and so forth. And Just Has Voice, tell us who's coming up next. Having trouble falling or staying asleep? Learn practical tips and why sleep is the understated superpower with Dr. Susanna Bazzoni of Plant-Based Telehealth. Wednesday, May 24th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live. And I also wanted to thank you again, audience, Green Warriors, for being there with us. And I have a special offer to you. If you go to my website, begreenwithamy.com slash join, I'll send you five free recipes and some pictures of me doing some fun things and some fun inspirational quotes that I love to share. And I would like to also offer right now to all of you, I wanted to ask you to take your right hand and put it over your left shoulder and take your left hand and put it over your right shoulder. Now squeeze, because that's a hug from me to you. <laughs> and now I would like to uh, ask you to join me with Jason. We're going to be doing my tagline, and you can type it in the comments below. Are you ready, Jason? Yes. Okay. Until I see all of you again, remember, be strong, be well, and be, be green. green. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you. Thanks, Green Warriors. I had fun too. Bye-bye, everyone. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and 